This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Avoid Probate with Jason Laidler. Heard every Sunday at 8 a.m. on Zoomer Radio. Welcome to the program with a unique focus on helping Canadians avoid probate. The one thing everyone should know about probate is that it's not inevitable. With some planning and good advice, you can avoid the exhausting, expensive and time-consuming probate process and have your affairs settled quickly and privately. Speaking of good advice, here are your hosts of Avoid Probate. Good morning, Zoomer listeners. Welcome to the Avoid Probate Show. So glad you're here joining us on this beautiful Sunday morning. I'm Jason Laidler, joined by my world-famous co-host, Ted Walshin. Good morning, Mr. Walshin. Did you make it through uh, April Fool's Day okay? Nobody uh, tried to prank you, punk you, uh, spunk you, anything? Nothing? you got to get up pretty early, Ted. Pretty early in the morning, huh? That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, it is our first show of April. It is. Welcome to April. And what a great month it is. Well, it's just getting better as the months go by, right? At least for the next uh, six or seven. I can tell on my cat he's losing weight, and he's starting to (laughs) smile a lot more. Well, that's that's important. It's good. But today is April 3rd, and uh, uh, April 3rd is is a special day in your heritage. Yes, it is Tartan Day. I've celebrated this day before, of course. It's a big deal. Well, pre-COVID, you should go without saying pre-COVID, because, you know, bagpipes and festivals and all that stuff. And Tartan Day, uh, I did a little research. The blurb says here that it is a North American celebration of Scottish heritage on on April 6th. Yeah, it's not today, sorry. It's April 6th this week. The date on which the Declaration of Our Broth was signed in 1320, just a few years ago. It originated in Canada in the mid-1980s, we're talking about Tartan Day celebration, mm-hmm. it spread to other communities of the Scottish diaspora, it's a big word, in the 1990s. This is interesting. In Australia, the similar international Tartan Day is held on the 1st of July, which is the anniversary of the repeal of the 1747 Act of Proscription, which was the rule that banned the wearing of tartan. And uh, Tartan Days typically have parades of pipe bands, Highland dancing, and other Scottish-themed events. So I guess you're going to have some haggis maybe later for dinner? Well, again, it's not today. It's the 6th. So sorry. Sorry. sorry it's on the 6th. Six, right. Now, do you, do you have, does your family have a particular uh, Tartan? Yep. Yeah. Yep. A shout-out to uh, Lindsay clan members. Lindsay, the Lindsay Tartan is beautiful. Of course, most clan members will say that about their own Tartan. Sure. But, but I really mean it. Not everybody loves every Tartan. That's mm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, back in one month ago, back on March the 13th, uh, Ukraine formally thanked Scotland for the creation of a tartan showing solidarity with the country as Russia continued its invasion into that country. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, not the, not the invasion part. The tartan is The is creation cool. of the tartan. Yeah, I'm, su- yes. I'm actually a bit surprised, uh, sort of, that there wasn't already one created. I knew about this official registry because you can also be, let me put it this way, anybody can request a unique tartan to be registered officially, and that includes businesses, businesses, uh, individuals, organizations, and I think for a while it was a pretty 
common thing. It was the cool thing for, mm-hmm. like, I don't want to name any business, but, you know, uh, ABC Business, Inc., now has their own tartan, and you can get a tie, mm. and they can make it a promo thing within the business, and I think that was happening for a while. I don't know if it still does. Look at my uh, face mask. <laughs> I just noticed. Yeah. It's tartan. It is. I don't recognize which one it is. It's uh, off, the, mm. off the top of navy, my head. Navy blue with uh, green and black. A lot of green. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe, just, maybe there's an Irish just to connection. show you how authentic it is, right in here. Yeah. 100% cotton. There you go. Made in China. Made in China. <laughs> <laughs> Of course. It's also, well, maybe this ties in with Tartan Day. It's National Fish Fingers and Custard Day. Do you like custard? I do. I thought you might. <laughs> well, I, I do like sweets. Yeah, is custard sweet? I didn't think it was that sweet. I guess it depends on how much sugar you put in. I suppose. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm not the biggest custard fan, but fish fingers. Who doesn't like fish fingers? Mm. Especially as a kid. Mm. Right? Do you like double digs? We had this conversation. Double before. digs? The deviled eggs. Oh, deviled eggs. Sorry, I'm mumbling. Yeah. Deviled eggs. Do you like... On the radio, Ted, you gotta, you know, I don't speak Do you like deviled eggs? Yeah, I do. So do I. I really do. So do I. I like them better than I like pickled eggs. But let's yeah, not... Yeah, I can see that. Let's not go there again. I can see that. Okay, well, maybe I'll get some fish fingers for uh, lunch or dinner later today. Haven't had them in a long time, that's for sure. Yeah. Okay, but moving on, it is the Void Probate Show, and uh, we're glad you're here joining us this morning on AM740 Zoomer Radio. We do this every Sunday. If you're new to the show, thank you for joining us. Hopefully, you'll become a regular listener. We're going to talk about some probate stuff. I've got, uh, we've got a mailbag, of course, and some fresh material. So let's jump into that right after we get back from this quick break. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. Let me take a moment to tell you about my friends at Helenda's The Meat People. I've been a big, big fan of theirs for years now, and without a doubt, they make some of the best sausage in Ontario. They are multiple award winners, having captured the Ontario's finest meat competition's coveted Award of Excellence on three separate occasions, in addition to dozens of individual product awards. Helenda's has also received the Grand Champion Ribbon at the past two Royal Winter Fairs Ready to Eat Meat Snack Cup. So whether you're preparing a charcuterie board or a full-blown sit-down dinner for your friends or family, you'll find Helenda's award-winning product at fine meat shops throughout the province, now including selected Metro, Sobeys, Fortino's, and Foodland stores, along with their seven Helenda's locations. Their barbecued kielbasa, my favorite. Fresh bun, horseradish, it's out of this world. But don't just take my word for it, judge for yourself. On your barbecue, in your kitchen, or straight from the fridge, Helenda's, the way sausage should taste. (coughs) Good afternoon, friends. We are gathered here to remember... Insert your name. And we're heartbroken because... Insert your name. ...did not avoid probate. So the loved ones of... Insert your name. ...have to wait a long time for what rightfully is theirs. I see I've made you cry. Recent changes in law make probate slower, more complicated, and more expensive. Don't make it harder for your loved ones. Avoidprobate.ca This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of Avoidprobate.ca Thanks for joining us this morning. This is the Avoid Probate Show on Zoomer Radio with Ted Wallace, and that's me. 
Jason Laidler, that's, that's him. Yep. And the information that the two of us provide in this program is for general consumption only, not intended to provide particular legal nor investment advice. Every solution really is different, so if you've got legal or investment questions, speak with a licensed expert. And that means, of course, you can contact Jason because he is a licensed expert. Email info at avoidprobate.ca, info at avoidprobate.ca. Or toll-free, 1-844-667-7628. Jason. Thanks, Ted. Um, I'm going to start off today telling a story about a recent event with my experience with some, with some clients. Uh, it's kind of like a mailbag, is what I was trying to say. It's kind of like a mailbag because, well, I don't know, it's a recent event and it's a true story with some of our listeners. And what happened was... I was asked, which happens from time to time, and I've done it from time to time, I was asked to attend a meeting at the bank. Uh, you know, a lot of people are intimidated um, when they go to the bank uh, to sit down to, to talk about what's going on with the accounts. And in this case, it was a situation where the daughter, the younger daughter, of course, she's younger than her father, wanted to get some help adding, getting her name added to the accounts as power of attorney. So dad is still competent, and that's key because you can't add power of attorney. This is important. You cannot become power of attorney after mom or dad has lost what we call capacity. And you know what that means. That's a polite way of saying, you know, yes. you, you know what day of the week it is, right? Yeah. So that hasn't happened yet. That's great. And I've known them both for a number of years. And I said, of course. Yeah, of course I'll go. And what, what happened in this case was they used... You might, you'll recall that we've talked about this document that's uh, published by the Office of the Attorney General, which is a, a power of attorney kit. And we've talked about this on the show, and we've offered to send kits out to any of the listeners who want one. And we've done that. I'm here to tell you. We've sent out lots of kits because we got a, a lot of response every time we throw that out there. So I'll throw it out again because I don't think we've talked about it uh, recently. And I still, we still have kits, of course. And I, I don't pay for them. They're, fr they're a free kit. That uh, well, I, you can get them from your MPP's office. I think you can sometimes get them from the local library, or you can get them from us. Yeah, and and we'll be happy to do that. No problem. So once again, you know, so it comes as a surprise to a lot of people that you don't need a lawyer to create a power of attorney. Now, having said that, let's let's be careful because, you know, if it's tricky, if it's a tricky situation at all, or if there's any complicating factors, then maybe using a lawyer is the best route. But if it's just you and your mom and it's pretty straightforward or, you know. The obligations on behalf of the power of attorney are such. Great question. I get this all the time as well. The, at the risk of overgeneralizing, the power of attorney, it's a, it's a powerful position. Well, and this is where I was going, actually, with the complicated case versus the straightforward case. Because you can put restrictions and stipulations in the document. But let's pretend that you didn't do that. And it's just a, a, a general power of attorney, which gives you the authority, mm -hmm. the attorney, mm -hmm. to do anything that the other person could have done. We're talking about financial. There are two. Let's be clear about that. There's one for, it's called property. Some people call it finances. So there's one for money stuff, and there's one for health care. So let's just talk about the money one for a second. The, the authority that you get, you can do anything that you know your mom could have done except you can't write a will you can't change the will and you can't change a beneficiary on anything 
So, but you can do, you can pay the hydro bill and you can, you can sell the house and that's a big deal selling the house. Uh, but that has to happen sometimes if mom goes into a care home Mm -hmm. and you need the money to pay for the care. Well, sometimes the only way to get that money is to sell the house and the power of attorney can do that. So it's very powerful. There's something called a, a contingent power of attorney where it only takes effect upon some event. And usually that event is a doctor's diagnosis. So in other words, we could do a power of attorney today between between you and me, and I could be your, your power of attorney, but it unless it's specified, it's, it's effective immediately. A lot of people don't realize that. It's effective immediately unless you specify that it's contingent on some event. Your 75th birthday, you, the doctor saying you've lost capacity. What, you can pick whatever the event is. Okay, but here, here's what I'm getting at here. I'm going to try to make this as simple as, as, as simplistic as possible. I go in, into a hospital. Um, I can't make a decision as, as to uh, my health because I'm too banged up to do so. My daughter comes, and my, or my son or my wife, whoever, someone from my family comes, they're going to ask if they have the right to make that decision. Yes, they are. Which is not a power of attorney, though. They will ask. They will ask the question. And even if the answer is no... Then they'll take, they'll take instructions from like next of kin. They have to, right. but they're going to ask the question about power of attorney for sure. They're going to say who who has the power of attorney. Does anybody have power of attorney? They're going to ask the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can very easily say I do, even if you don't. You could. I mean, I don't know if they request proof on demand, but again, that's the, uh, the what help. they would do in in that case. If I can give you an example, is and this happened to a friend. Is his daughter went in and they said, "Well, you have a brother. He has to be here." with you as well, and he has to agree to what you're saying. Mm. Okay. Because they yep. want both right. children to so, be there. So in, in this case, we walked into the bank. We had an appointment. We went the week before, and of course, they said, oh, you need an appointment. I said, I knew this was going to happen. So we, we went there for the second time to the bank um, to talk to the, the nice bank person, who I got to say was very pleasant and, and very helpful, and I was a little bit surprised because I've done this before, and often, well, in my experience, I, I sense, maybe it's in my head, I sense some resistance because I'm there, and they always say, like, who's that guy? <laughs> because it's the daughter and the dad sitting at the desk, and I'm in the corner just, you know, listening. I'm like, well, who's he? Anyway, um, we just said it's a family member, or, an, or he's an advisor. So I was expecting uh, pushback because... The document was the the standard kit that I've been referencing from the Attorney General's office that's available. And I've seen resistance because not every banker has seen this thing, believe it or not. And they look at this and they're like, well, did a lawyer write this up? And the answer is no, a lawyer did not write this up. But that doesn't make it any less valid. But as soon as you say no, it's not written by a lawyer. They're like, oh, well, okay, I need to look into this. Uh let me check with my manager, and I'm not sure we can accept this. And by the way, the banks all have their own documents. They have their own branded power of attorney paperwork documents, which you can use, but we didn't use that. We had this thing pre-filled, and I was expecting some problems with it, but the guy that's not where the problems came from. I'll tell you where the problem came from. The daughter told me that we were going to add her on to dad's account. Well, guess what? Dad doesn't have an account. Dad has joint accounts with mom. And so that changes everything because mom wasn't there. And we don't have power of attorney from mom. Dad and mom are together, but 
they're not on the same page financially, and that's not uncommon. Uh, they got different philosophies, and dad's okay if the daughter is power of attorney for his stuff. Mom's not okay with that for whatever reason. That's fine. And as soon as the guy said, well, no, these accounts, he said, A, they're all joint, and B, because mom's not here, that's all I can tell you. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else I can tell you about it. So what happens next? You know, now we have to figure out, okay, do we get mom, do we try to get mom to complete a power of attorney form separately, and then we present them both? The daughter didn't think there was a lot of uh, chance of success with that strategy. Of course, I'll tell you what the bank's recommendation was. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell you, let's go to, let's go to a break and I'm going to tell you, and I was, I, I called it. I was not surprised for one second. And I'll bet you, I bet you a good chunk of our listeners are going to be able to guess what the bank's suggestion was, because I've talked about this before. Uh, when we compare our solution to avoiding probate, which is the transfer of assets from the bank over to the insurance company, recreate the portfolio and add beneficiaries and I comment about how the bank can't do that what do they do instead don't say it I'm not going to say, but I was just going to say that you're setting this up like a game show. Yeah, am I? Where, where they were both like, like one of those cooking competitions and the winner of round two is We'll find out. And they go to a commercial We'll find break. out after this quick break. There you go. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. My name is Marilyn, and I avoided probate. Our story begins when Marilyn paid a visit to her mom's bank. She noticed something odd. She had 100% of her money tied up in GICs, making 1%. It wasn't enough to sustain her. She was dipping into her capital big time. Marilyn wanted to disperse the money for her mom's needs as she ages. She had acquired power of attorney. No, you can't do anything with her accounts. They're in her name. And that was that. I was overwhelmed by everything. I didn't know what to do. That's when Jason from avoidprobate.ca stepped in. There was a sense of urgency because Marilyn's mother is no spring chicken. This process takes time. And I didn't know how much time we had. He walked me through what I should do when I went to the bank, what I should say to them. Not only that, Jason went with Marilyn to the bank. They weren't happy that I was sitting across the table from them in the office and they knew that we were trying to move this money. But I knew that we had a right to do that and that it was the right thing to do. Persistence paid off and we got the transfer done in time. So many seniors have these GICs at the bank. They will be probated. They will be frozen. They're paying next to nothing. And they're locked in with maturity dates. It drives me crazy. I don't understand why anybody buys these things. There are much better options out there. And sometimes we can do this transfer at no cost to the account holder. Should you get in touch with avoidprobate.ca? Anybody who has non-registered accounts at the bank needs to look into the services we provide at avoidprobate.ca because, by definition, you can't put a beneficiary on a non-registered account at the bank. You can put a beneficiary on a non-registered account at an insurance company. The rules are different. I felt that the banks thought I was a thief, but Jason made me feel so much better. I know we've done the right thing. Call us at avoidprobate.ca on the toll-free number, but call us before your mom or dad passes away. That's when we can help you. Have the conversation with your parents and avoid probate like Marilyn did with avoidprobate.ca. Call 1-844-667-7628. This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. 
It's Sunday morning. It's Ted Wallace and Jason Laidler, and it is Avoid Probate right here on Zoomer Radio. Just a reminder, drop by our website, avoidprobate.ca. You will find some interesting things there, to be honest with you. First of all, you have an opportunity to go back and listen to any of the programs we've done in the past, and they're all titled so that you'll give you an idea if you're looking for a specific topic, that'll help you along with that. And there's a free probate calendar. You can play with that. Calculator. Yeah, what, what, what do I say? <laughs> you, can, you keep what saying do I calendar. Do I don't know. Why do I say calendar? I don't know. Am I in a rush? We don't have probate cal- we calendars. We should have calendars. We should have probate calendars. We talked calendars. about that, too. You know, we should do, like, yeah, like, like you know, like the firemen, like the muscle men. <laughs> yeah? You and me. Are we on the cover? No. I Who gets the cover, Ted? No, let's go back to calculator. <laughs> yeah, that's instead. probably safer. There is a free probate <laughs> calculator. You can play with it. Don't don't play with the calendar. And play with the calculator and see roughly how much probate you might have to pay on your estate or um, a member of your family's estate. And, of course, that's the place you can go as well if you want to leave a message. Info at avoidprobate.ca, toll-free, 1-844-667-7628. So, you had a big reveal, and, and the winner went to a commercial. The winner is... Play it backwards. What were yeah. we about to reveal? Well, I was talking about the experience I had recently with some lovely people in the bank. As I was, I was there just as a, in a, as a support capacity because people are intimidated, and uh, that's fine. And by the way, there's no charge. You know, I didn't, they didn't get a bill because this is what the kind of this is the kind of service you get when you work with us at AvoidProbate.ca. We're here to support you in every aspect of the estate planning process, from you know setting it up, avoiding the probate, settling it after the fact, etc. But, and I did say the gentleman was lovely, uh, so that's worth repeating, and, uh, and he was trying his best mm-hmm. to assist, but we hit this brick wall, and his one of his recommendations was, well, instead of the power of attorney, you could just make the account joint. And I cringed, and I just bit my tongue so hard, but I get it, that's uh, what the bank has to offer, is to make it joint, because they can't put a beneficiary on the non-registered account, like we can, at avoidprobate.ca. And, yeah, it would have solved the probate problem if it's joint, then it, there's, there's a built-in, it's called right of survivorship, and it would go to the daughter. So no probate uh, needed at that time. However, however, you know, we, we were discussing the options here in the office, in the gentleman's office, and, you know, he said, well, if we're going to do uh, power of attorney for your mom or if we're going to add you on as joint, we need your mom. We need your mom to be here. Mm-hmm. But mom is uh, immo- immobile. She's elderly. She's not. She doesn't get out very well or very often. And he said, well, we, I need to see her ID. And so then right away, the daughter perks up. She's like, oh, well, she's never driven. So there's no driver's license. He says, well, what about a passport? Nope, no passport. And so now what? And I asked the guy, I said, okay, well, I know from personal experience that during COVID, Institutions, financial institutions that I work with were accepting health cards, Ontario health cards. Because remember, during COVID, a lot of people's ID expired and there was no way to renew it. You couldn't renew your driver's license. You couldn't renew uh, anything. You couldn't renew your passport. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know about passports, to be honest. But So a lot of people, including myself, were walking around with expired ID, but the government was making an exception because of the COVID uh, shutdown. Mm. So again, to that point... Uh, they were they were accepting health cards, which they don't normally accept. I don't really understand why, because it is a piece of 
photo government ID. And when I ask people in the healthcare industry, like, what's the deal? Why is the health card treated so special? And they just said it's a fraud thing or an anti-fraud thing. But I don't know what that means because I, I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But anyway, no. The answer is no because we're past the COVID thing. And so they've gone back to the old strategy before of not, no longer accepting health cards as ID. So what do you do? I have to deal with this on a regular basis because, oh, my goodness, the number of calls we've had lately for uh, individuals over the age of 90 who haven't driven in 10 years, haven't had a valid passport in maybe longer, there is a, a purple Ontario health card. Have you ever seen that? The purple card? That's the one with, you, with your photo on it? Yeah. Yeah, I have that. You have one? Yeah, what do you have, the red one? Can still? I see it? You still I have the red and white one? No, I'm not talking about the health card. A purple ID card. Why would I need an ID card? Because, to my point, it's the only piece of ID that some people have. You don't I have see. a driver's license. You don't have a passport. Right. You can't use the health card right. anymore. And so, for ID purposes, you can get this Ontario mm. ID card. Mm -hmm. And it's purple. And I see it from oh. time to time mm. when we're doing business with new clients. And that's all they have for ID. Anyway, this lady, we'll call her mom, she doesn't have that either. So now... My, my Somebody wants my ID. You know what I do? I just, <laughs> I just flash in my Hollanders loyalty card. <laughs> okay. And they're like, oh, you're good? Yeah. Okay. There, there it is right here. Hollanders me store. I've never seen... Uh, let me see that for a second. See, look, right there. Okay, I believe you. I'm but, making uh, it up. How do I get one of those? I have to go I there. got one here as well from uh, the woods. Okay, very nice. Let's. We're, we're doing the what's in Ted Wallison's wallet uh, story today, apparently. You got any cash in there, by the way? You I got, have... Um, you got that 100 bucks you owe me? Yeah. yeah okay. I do. It's right here. <laughs> Okay. All right. So I guess I should just cut to the chase here. Maybe this is dragging on longer than it should have. But it was interesting that the, the clients were thrilled that, that I went along to help out twice. And I mean, we're not even done yet because she's got to figure out what to do about mom. She's going to apply for the purple card. Um, I think you can do that online. I don't think it takes too long these days, maybe two weeks or something like that. Uh, and then, then at least she'll have some ID, and then we can figure out. Okay, do we do we do? Uh, will she sign a power of attorney document, or do we get this daughter to be added on to the accounts? That's not my first choice, but it is interesting that the value of the accounts, by the way, is below the threshold for probate in Ontario. Uh, listeners will remember the first fifty thousand dollars of the estate. The province does not require probate on the first $50,000 of the estate. However, we get calls all the time from very frustrated listeners who are screaming and saying the bank is requiring probate on this 30000 or $25,000, even though the province is not. Well, how can they do that? It's up to the discretion of the bank. They, oh. have, they have that discretion. And the advice I've given people, sometimes with success, not always, is book a meeting with the manager, explain to the manager that this is the entire value of the estate, offer to sign the letter of indemnity. That's a fancy term, a fancy way of saying you're going to let the bank off the hook. You're going to release them from any potential liability by signing this letter. And therefore, like, now who cares? Let me let me move the 25 grand. I mean, like, it's 25 grand. It's Okay, now here's a question for you, okay? Yeah, yeah. Because I know that sometimes uh, people think this way. They, they, they think, okay, well, I've got, let's say you've got $150,000 in your bank account. You know that when uh, probate camp comes, it's a, a point and a half of that is gone. Yes. Because you're over the 50000 or whatever your yes. bank stipulates the number should be. What if you were to take that 50000 and deposit it into four different banks? 
Can that still be probated because they probate okay. it as a whole, or do they probate each account individually? Okay, good question. Now, the, the I'm pro- full of good questions. You are today. You're on fire today, Ted. It might, maybe it's an April thing. Spring. Maybe. Spring is in the air. Mm-hmm. The, it's the executor's job to deal with the probate. The executor is the one on the hook, and if the executor gets it wrong, the executor is in big trouble. And that's why I've said it many times. You do not want to be an executor in Ontario if you can help it. I realize sometimes you can't help it, and some people look at it as a badge of honor, and that's fine. But holy moly, it's a ton of work, and part of that work includes reporting to the Minister of Finance what the correct amount of probate is that needs to be paid, and that includes the total value of the estate on the date of death. That's the value that gets used, whether it's in one bank or four banks, it doesn't matter to the province. Uh, okay, so you can't really spread it out and try to hide it that you way. You can't. Okay. I mean, you could try. Okay, well, no, I'm just asking because some people, I, I bet you there's people right now who are saying, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Why wouldn't yeah. I just shuffle it and, yep. and put it in a number of different bank accounts? Well, nice try. That's what I have to say to that. Uh, the tax man, it's not that easy to... I'm just looking out for our listeners. I, I appreciate that. We both are. In fact, uh, the other question that comes along with the same line of thinking it has to do with the uh, level of protection that CDIC provides at the bank. So a lot of people will sprinkle their investments across multiple banks to uh, increase the level of protection that they get if the banks fail. Now, I mean, I almost have to laugh when people are worried in Canada about one of our Schedule One, one of the big five banks failing. They are so lucrative, so well-protected, so governed. It's not the United States. With respect to our American listeners, the banking system is completely different. What are there, like 3,000 banks in the United States or something like that? And, you know, one doesn't know what the other one's doing mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. you know, there's like the John Wayne Bank of... Uh, you have to give a lot of credit to uh, Paul Martin when he was the Minister of Finance under Jean Chrétien. Mm-hmm. Um, he sort of held uh, firm and steady on this. And I'm not an economist, so I can't get into it in any kind of detail, but I mean, there's a lot of credit that has been um, placed his okay. way. Okay. Well, because I, when the United States had all their homes were going underwater, yep. we didn't. Right, with the... With the because cr- we weren't giving away subprime mortgages. I was just going to say, the, the mortgage fiasco. Bob and Ernie's corner bank. Exactly, exactly. That doesn't happen in Canada. It's completely no. different. No. But anyway, the point I wanted to make is the, the CDIC is the governing body that protects the the banks from failure. The insurance companies have a similar body. We've talked about this. In fact, this is a great segue. I wasn't planning to talk about this today, but it's called Assurus, A-S-S-U-R-I-S, Assurus. And I'm here to tell you, believe it or not, listen carefully, the, the Assurus protection is as good or better than the CDI protection is. And the reason I say or is because it depends on the situation. But it can be better. It's at least as good as CDIC. Because when we're talking about the solution to avoid probate, and we're talking about transferring investments from the banks or the insurance companies, it's a common question. Well, is my money safe at the insurance company? Well, the, the, I mean, like I said about the chances of one of the big banks failing, one of the, the chances of one of the big insurance companies failing is as small. It's as, I don't want to say, maybe ludicrous is too strong a word. But, you know, chances are slim. But in any case, in any case, there's protection, and it's through Assurus, and we've had Paul Petrelli mm-hmm. on the show before, yep. the president of Assurus, and guess what? Good news. I think it's two weeks from now. Don't quote me on that. I don't have uh, the calendar in front of me, but I think it's two weeks from now. He's back on the show. Excellent. Because he, he is trying to share the Assurus message 
to the masses, and he, he, he admitted on the show, I don't remember if it was on the air or off the air, that they've got an identity crisis problem because nobody knows who Assurus is. And that's one of the reasons he was happy to come on the show and explain to the general public that your money is protected at the banks. And we're happy to have him on because he did a great job. He did a great job. So I think it's two weeks from now. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's two weeks from now. So having said that, okay, there's uh, something to look forward to. But uh, oh, the, the last thing I want to say before we go to the last break, you know, when, when you listen to the show uh, on AM740, on the commercial breaks, you often hear a commercial with a lovely lady called Marilyn who says, uh, my name is Marilyn and I saved, I avoided probate or something. Mm-hmm. And she talks about uh, the story with her mother that we helped her with. Yep. That's, that's another lady who uh, had us go to the bank. And I bet you, I bet you I went to the bank with <coughs> Marilyn like six times mm-hmm. because that bank was being so uncooperative. Obviously, I'm not going to name them. I wish I could. But I just wanted to repeat that this is a service that we can help people with. Just call us. If you've got any questions at all, call us or email us, ask us the question, ask us for help, and we're here to provide that help for you at avoidprobate.ca. We'll be right back. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. You are listening to Avoid Probate on this Sunday morning with Ted Wallace and Jason Laidler. Jason's available during the week. Toll free, 1-844-667-7628, 1-844-667-7628. Or you may email him, info at avoidprobate.ca. Dot .ca and let's go to the mailbag. Mailbag time. Yay. All right, so which is a term that is being lost on in anybody who's under 30 right now we're going like what are they talking about? Yeah, I'm not too sure uh, we got a whole lot of listeners under, under the age of 30. Well, technically it's probably more like the email bag because even Okay, well, we have a slightly older demographic. You're right, and I do have an email, and we often share emails. The email uh, bank. And we want people to keep uh, sending their emails and to share with us so we can share them with the other listeners. But in addition to that email, which I'll get to in a second, I've got a story about a phone call, because we still get old-fashioned phone calls sometimes. That's why I give the number. We love it when that happens. Yes, thank you for doing that. So this uh, lovely gentleman called from all the way up in Sault Ste. Marie. Mm -hmm. You ever been to Sault Ste. Marie? You know, to be honest with you, no. Well, I think I was there once a million years ago for some school trip. Don't really remember. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, I said, well, I'm just curious, how long is the drive to Sault Ste. Marie? He said, six hours. 590 kilometers, he said. So, okay. Six hours from Barrie. Yes. He, he said he often is in Barrie. I'm not sure why. And I thought, well, that's fine with me because uh, I've, I've said before I live north of the city proper. I live north of Toronto. In other words, I'm not far from Barry, so I can do that. Now I know it's west; it's northwest of Barry, right? I couldn't tell you. Okay, you mean Sault Ste. Marie? Yeah. Well, the other thing that was curious was I said, well, "How'd you hear about us?" Because apparently, our very powerful Zoomer radio signal does not reach online Sault Ste. Marie. So who knows? I, online, I will ask him. I will ask him online or podcast. Yeah, I get or or referral. Like somebody who did hear the show could have said, hey, you know, you got to call these guys because he's in a situation. So let me give you the, the crux of the matter here. He's in the situation where he he does income tax returns. And uh, we talked about how it is tax season still. And he's got a situation where he's got a client who I guess is a close friend because this gentleman 
I don't want to call him an accountant. I don't know if he's an accountant, but he's he's a tax preparer. Mm. Uh, they're not always the same, that's mm. for sure. No. But in any case, this gentleman friend of his who's 87, and his estate is liquid. No more house, no more property, no more real property. You know, you have to be careful because investments are property. So I always try to check myself, and I want to be clear when I say there's no property. I'm talking about real estate, right? So he does have property, but the property are investments at the bank. That's property as well. It's just not real estate property. And right. it's, it's a considerable, it's over a million dollars. So it's a good chunk of property, good chunk of investments, and it's all at the bank. And because it's over a million dollars, like 90% of it is non-registered because you can't register a million dollars. It's very difficult because of the limits that are put on those registered accounts. Like your TFSA, you can put in 6,000 bucks this year. The new, the new contribution amount for 2022 is $6,000. Well, it's hard to go from $6,000 to a million, right? So Putin did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he doesn't have it anymore. But anyway, okay, enough of that. <laughs> anyway, so this guy, uh, we'll call him Larry, the tax return guy. Larry, the tax return guy. He is named as the power of attorney right. and the executor mm-hmm. for the client with the liquid estate. And because he's the guy on the hook, because he's the executor, Larry wants to know how we can avoid probate uh, on the 87-year-old. And that's a good question, and it's a question we get all the time. That's what we're here for. And I was excited because I love these phone calls because, yes, we can avoid the probate on the real property. We talk about that all the time, using a bear trust. Call me if you want information about the bear trust. We get these calls all the time. That's fine. We'll talk about it uh, later. But when it's just, and I don't mean to diminish it when it's just it's only a million dollars at the bank that's so easy for us to handle because that's just a simple transfer from the bank to the insurance company and you can literally write a check if you're under to your point if you're under 30 maybe you don't know what a check is but that's one way to do this transfer if if and there are there are shares and this is a, this is interesting too so my advice to Larry was do yourself a favor and simplify this guy's portfolio he's 87 all right, we're, we're done with the shares. The shares have, have served their purpose. Mm-hmm. He's 87. Let's, it's time to downsize. Well, not downsize. It's time to simplify things. Let's sell it, put it in the checking account. We'll write a check for a million bucks, payable to the insurance company. And again, we're independent advisors. It doesn't matter which insurance company, although we do have our preferences, and we'll talk about that if you want to call and get more information. And now we can put beneficiaries on the money that didn't have beneficiaries before. And interestingly, the beneficiaries in this case are all in Germany. Hmm. And so Larry asked the question, is that a problem if they're in Germany? I said, of course not. So we have clients with beneficiaries all over the world. So not a problem at all. It doesn't change anything. It does avoid the probate in Ontario. Just because your beneficiary is not in, in Ontario doesn't mean you avoid probate, right? The assets are in Ontario. That's the test. And so that's why the province wants their pound of flesh because of that. So, anyway, I think I might be taking a drive up to Sault Ste. Marie, which is fine. Uh, I'll say it again. We service the whole province. People say, will you go here? Will you go there? Yep. The short answer is yes. Don't worry about it. We'll take care of you if you're in Ontario. I want to jump real quick to one other quick uh, mailbag item so that we can squeeze it in. This is the email. I'm just going to read it. Uh, Hot off the presses, it says, Hello, Mr. Laidler. And my name was spelled correctly, which is nice because it doesn't happen very often. 
How about Walshin? Does that get misspelled, Ted? Oh, no, no, never. I didn't think so. Never. Hello, Mr. Laidler. I have heard your commercials from some time now and have been thinking about contacting you. My 95-year-old father recently passed in November, leaving all joint assets to my 91-year-old mother. I have lived and taken care of both parents and the house for many years. I still live in the home that my father left along with my mother. I am retired. I'm 67 years old, and I am one of the executors along with my sister who lives nearby. I would like to arrange a consultation with your firm with my sister also in attendance to determine what the best path going forward might be. Thank you in advance. And she signs the letter. Great letter. Love it. Um, I love it, especially when somebody wants to do the meeting or consultation with another family member, mm-hmm. right? That just makes my job so much easier. Sure, I can tell the story once, maybe instead of telling it twice, and uh, it's just it's just so much easier for the family members to hear it from the horse's mouth, so to speak, instead of asking, you know, Sally to repeat what Jason said. That's right. A because, week later. Yeah, because inevitably most people, you pass the information on to them, they try to pass it on to someone else. Inevitably, something will be askew. Lost in translation. Yeah, precisely. Ter- terrible movie. So you're meeting with, with him and with his sister, who are both... Yeah, both sisters, right? The two daughters, and the and they're the executor. And we talked about power of attorney a lot in the show earlier, and just it's worth, I think, uh, stipulating the difference, pointing out the difference between the two. The power of attorney gives you uh, authority to act on behalf of the individual while the individual is alive. And I should have said earlier, too, in the show when we were talking about this, I meant to, um, you, when you're acting, because you asked the question, what's the power, what's the extent of the authority, everything you do, everything has to be for the benefit of the other person. You can't buy a condo in Florida just because you can access the bank account. That's POA fraud. That's it's getting more scrutinized right. every mm-hmm. day, and uh, they're yeah they're nailing people for POA fraud. So whatever you do, as long as you can prove that it's in the best interest of that person, then you can do whatever you got to do. Mm-hmm. Except except change the will or change a beneficiary. So I'm certainly um, eager to meet with this lady and her sister to talk about what we can do for for mom who's still alive. I just have this over two pages, that's so why I can't find the other note. Oh yeah, mom is, mom is ninety-one, and so that's fine. You know, as long as you call us before mom passes away, we are going to be able to help you avoid the probate nightmare. It's what I call the nightmare. Of course, we get calls after the fact. We'd rather get the calls before the fact, but we can help you after the fact as well. So give us a call if you want any more information. We're going to throw to our last break and come back and wrap up this week's show. We'll be right back. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. And as usual, off we go to 190 Baldwin, the home of Tom's Place. It's in the heart of Kensington Market. We've been talking for a little bit, Tom, about the uh, wedding season upon us. And I harken back some, oh, I think it's eight years now since uh, my daughter got married. And I remember bringing in my, my son and my son-in-law, future son-in-law at the time. And everybody decided that as opposed to getting tuxedos, all of the bridegrooms were going to get really nice dark suits with matching ties so that after the wedding, two weeks, three 
three weeks later, they could continue to wear those suits. And they looked fabulous. Now, not to say that you shouldn't get a tuxedo, because you've got some terrific tuxedos, which I have too. So either one works. But if you're thinking, well, do I want a tux and how often am I going to wear it? Maybe the suit it works best. That, you know, that's a very good observation, and, and, and you did the right thing. And it's very common where people come into our store with the groom and the groomsmen, and they're buying fabulous, fantastic suits. And you're going to get much more wear out of a suit than of a tuxedo. Exactly correct. So please come to Tom's Place at 190 Baldwin Street. Great storytelling, That I always love how you tell the stories. I tell them from my heart. 190 Baldwin, the heart of Kensington Market. That's where you'll find my friend Tom and Tom's Place. <laughs> Good afternoon, friends. We are gathered here to remember Insert Your Name. And we're heartbroken because Insert Your Name did not avoid probate. So the loved ones of Insert Your Name have to wait a long time for what rightfully is theirs. I see I've made you cry. Recent changes in law make probate slower, more complicated, and more expensive. Don't make it harder for your loved ones. Avoid probate.ca. This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Welcome back. And you are listening to the Avoid Probate Show with Ted Wallace and Jason Laidler. I give out the phone numbers each week for you to call if you have a question for Jason. The phone is answered by his mom, wonderful woman. Hi, Mom. That number is 1-844-667-7628. And if you'd like to send an email, you may do so. Info at avoidprobate.ca. Info at avoidprobate, which is one word, .ca. Jason will get back to you as soon as possible. And, And we do this for two reasons. In all honesty. Number one, to help you, because you've got questions and we'd like to help you out. And number two, each time you send us a question and we mention on the air, we bring it up during the mailbag, inevitably somebody has, if not an an identical problem or situation, something very, very similar to that, and you're answering, we're answering a question for them that they have not even yet posed. So you're helping people by sending in questions as well. So we ask you to to please do so. And the other thing that shocks me, and we've talked about this as well, is, okay, listen, we know what's going on in in the industry and in the world, certainly in the financial industry. I know there are other people doing uh, media on in the industry talk shows whether it's TV or radio that kind of thing and I've I've heard it I've seen it I've been part I've been part of it in some ways but it amazes me that it seems and I stand to be corrected on this nobody is focusing on probate and I don't understand why that's happening I'm not I'm not complaining I'm we ha- are I, we are I'm happy to you know be that guy or on that team of of guys and girls because it's so prevalent Right? It affects so many people in the province, and these other shows are talking about market fluctuations and the price of gold and the price of pink diamonds and that kind of thing. And and I don't, I just okay, I get that's important stuff too, I guess. Mm-hmm. But nobody is talking about probate or, more importantly, the solution. The fact that there is a solution, I, I keep saying it. Smart people, but more people now realize what probate is, yes. and a lot of that has to do with the fact that you decided. Uh, that you were going to venture out um, on your own dime 
and put a radio program together, a weekly radio program, and you've introduced a lot of people to the concept of probate and consequently have saved hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, we talked about people over the years. For and, sure. And that's a good thing. And I can say that because I'm not doing it. You're the one who's doing it, so I can blow sunshine in your direction. Well, the, minister, the Minister of Finance is going to get mad at me if we keep uh, denying you know, tax revenues to the province. No, don't worry. He'll be replaced by another minister in two months anyway. <laughs> they, they don't hang around these Is that guys. how it works? It seems to be that way, yes. Well, we're almost, uh, we got to wrap things up here, but before we do that, i got to do a special birthday shout-out to my aunt, who's celebrating a birthday on Tuesday of this week. Happy birthday, auntie. If it happens to be your birthday today, happy birthday to you. Special happy birthday to any of our listeners who are enjoying birthdays. That's it for this week. Thank you for joining us again, and hopefully you'll join us next week. I want to say thanks to our most awesome producer, Kelly, for doing her magic behind the glass. Thank you to Ted Walshen for his decades of radio excellence. And again, thank you, Zoomers, for your time today. Hopefully uh, you'll join us next week. Ted, are you going to be back? And I will be we'll here. do it again next week? I will be here. Okay, looking forward to it. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. You've been listening to an exclusive podcast of Avoid Probate with Jason Laidler. Heard every Sunday at 8 a.m. on Zoomer Radio. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.